It is Chaos Theory. We are diving in, following the morning show there, Bucky and BK. Super excited this morning. My man, Steve Foster, checking in at Foss underscore sports. Check him out right there on Twitter. And, I mean, you guys that have been around uh, the Austin area, San Antonio, everywhere, this is the man right here. And, and like I said, the show gets a hell of a lot smarter today because usually it's Adam Wagner and I just kind of chopping this thing up. And that, but now um, – uh, I'm a little intimidated, Foss, because uh, I'm I'm I use bad language, but uh, man, you are the man. How you doing this morning, brother? I'm doing great. You got to remember, R R B stands for running back mm-hmm. and regular brother. So there you is. know, I, I can I can go to Walmart. We can we can meet at McDonald's. I'm I'm right in there with with the masses. <laughs> That's right, absolutely. On the show today, talk a little bit of NFL. Obviously, the combine starting. The underwear Olympics are going on right now. I know that uh, on the show, so many times, Wags and I have talked about you know quarterback situations, running backs, all of that. I would love to get Foss's thoughts on all of that because it's probably totally different from what uh, we have talked about. We can also talk about uh, uh, Texas hoops. Uh, big weekend coming up. Need to need to take care of some business. Um, and the, we the can ladies, actually start the ladies there. hurt me last night. Oh, oh that hurt. Man, I, I, wasn't, felt, I felt for them. Oh, Foss, wasn't that a heartbreaker right there? I mean, for them, I'm like, I mean, here's the opportunity right there. Just, oh, man, it, it breaks my heart for that team that they lost at. I mean, especially after Rory Harmon out, and they've done a great job. But, man, damn it, I thought that they were going to be able to pull that one out. Yeah, you know, and it's tough to win on the road, and especially against a rival. And, um Man, uh, you know, Coach Schaefer's been doing such a great job given the fact that he's lost one of the best players in the country. And, uh, you know, you're fighting for supremacy. You're looking for a supremacy uh, in the Big 12 tournament. You're looking for supremacy in a one seed possibly in the NCAA tournament. You know, you've got some uh, great Folks and Caitlin Clark, you've got folks yeah. out at SC, you've got, you know. So with that said, um, Longhorn Nation, listen, there there is a tomorrow, unlike in Rocky. And uh <laughs> <laughs> and, and those and those lady longhorns, they will do well uh for the rest of the tournament. And and, and big ups to my guy RT uh getting it done as well. A definite uh need for a win. Uh, they got it. Uh, they look good, especially out there at Tech. Um, I'll just say this. Probably didn't need to box out uh, on that loose ball at the end. Uh, I, I like Brock Cunningham. Um, yeah. he, he'd probably be a good tight end as well right. on UT football team if he can do that as well. So Yeah. Yeah, some great special teams. It's like put that dude on the punt team, uh, uh, do, doing those kind of things right there. And and I would love your 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 thoughts, Steve, because it, it's it's one of those things where we go back and forth here. Because it, what I, I I talk to and and I'll say his name because you and I are in the high school circles right here. Craig Cheshire told me a couple of years ago talking about his Stony Point team. I said, yeah. "What are you guys really good at?" He said, "We're really good at uh, being consistently inconsistent." And it really seems like that is what we're getting with the Texas basketball team. I mean, the other night, yeah, they were balls out. They did everything that they needed to do. But it's like you never know what you're going to get with these guys. The guard play, whatever. You know DeSue's going to do what he's going to do. Kansas locked him down, and that turned into a mess. But kind of just your thoughts on this entire season of Texas men's basketball. Well, 
you know, you don't have as much inside presence. Mm-hmm. So you had to work through that in the regular season. You know, I love the, the two Dillons and you got Shedrick coming in from Virginia. You, you're going to need a little more inside presence. Yeah. Because when Amos and, you know, and, and again, Weaver has just, I think, been the glue to keep uh, the the guards and, and the big men um doing what they do in their lane because you need that unsung hero. Um, uh, but they're not the same team as last year. No. But again, you don't want them to peak four weeks ago. Let's have them peak second game of the Big 12 tourney, third game of the Big 12 tourney, get past an Iowa State or something like that. I absolutely agree that the Lady Horns with the traveling call was bunk. Um, and then and they get into the tournament and see if they can get to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. It, look, everyone says that they can get to Sweet 16. You know, that's an, an accomplishment. Um, but there's there, there, this team could get hot. Uh, one of the all-time leading scorers uh, coming over from Oral Roberts can, can get it done. I like Weaver. I, this team is one of those ones you probably don't want to play in any of these upcoming two tournaments. I agree. And the whole thing is, Foss, I've talked about it so many different times, and I get a lot of pushback on it, but it's like, man, you get through the Big 12. Uh, I mean, you're going to be an 8, a 9, you know, maybe a 10. I mean, the latest thing that the bracketology that I saw has them at a 10. I mean, whatever the case is going to be right there. But I think you get through the gauntlet of the Big 12, and then not that things are going to ease up a little bit, but they're going to ease up a little bit there for the first couple of rounds. So I I think that they're going to be prepared. And then I think what I really – what we were talking about this yesterday. I think what I took out of the Tech game is they took that, and that's the momentum, and that's the charge. I mean, you you – You've done this. You play sports. You know how it is. That's kind of that ball-getting game that you need to kind of push you forward as you make that surge because you want to be playing best when you go to March. And by the way, tomorrow is March. Right, exactly. Hey, well, we got an extended deal because usually today would be March. That's right. (laughs) Thanks to leap year, um, you know, we're still in February. Look, um, you have T, and let me tell you the word that I hate most in the English language is potential. Mm. Okay, don't talk about potential; it means nothing, especially when we talk about Dak and the Cowboys. Okay, my favorite football team. All right, oh. I had to throw shade early in the show. We're going but, there, but the we team, are going there. <laughs> but the teams, both the men and the women for the University of Texas, have the possibility and probability of going very far, given that they can get the shooting and some rebounding. But the interior defense for the men, okay, and then I think uh, the rebounding for the women, and you make those slight adjustments, and I think you see a very good probability of an 80% opportunity for the men to get the Sweet 16, and then I think at least a 65%, 70% chance for the women to get to the Elite Eight or better. 
Yeah, it really is. I mean, it, it's a it's a it's a game of runs. I mean, we always talk about individual games, and I, I don't mean the other runs. I mean, we all have those <laughs> runs uh, from time to time. But uh, I mean, it really is, and m- momentum is so freaking important, especially when you start diving into this right now. So. We'll see what happens with Texas basketball again. The ladies last night, uh, they, they drop one, a heartbreaker. Yeah, the dudes with the win at Tech, hopefully that's something that's going to push them forward. Now going over into the NFL, I, I do want to ask you, because, my man, you were at Super Bowl 58. I saw you there on, on Radio Row and you guys doing uh, all of the work that you were doing right there. Um Tell us all on Texas Sports Unfiltered. And again, the uh, the uh, coded text line is open, 222-9328. You guys feel free to check in. We're monitoring that. The YouTube chat line obviously open as well. Um, give us kind of the feel of what was going on there uh, in Super Bowl row. I mean, I know there's a lot of distraction. By the way, there's a football game this year with the Taylor Swift and everything. How was that whole experience for you down there this season? You know, it's it's uh, an, I call it a workcation because we are interfacing with a lot of notable folks that most people see or hear about or you know follow and, and, and get information from on social media. The interesting thing about Vegas is it is a unique city in our country. As crazy as this sounds, because uh, you know I saw uh, you know Dan Moreno caught up with Baker Mayfield, you know yeah. um, saw. Uh, of course, in the airport of all places, Eric Dickerson, the great one from Sealy, Texas. Um, but the three groups that just really, oh, and uh, there's a couple other uh, notable Super Bowl and Hall of Famers that were there uh, as well, was I, I got a photo with Wayne Newton, who is wow. like original Vegas, original yeah, Vegas. And that is all the way Vegas. Uh, Blue Man Group, which I saw them at a couple different. Oh, these guys are unbelievable. Uh, If you go to Vegas, it's not all about gambling and drinking. Go see a show. Those guys are very unique. And then uh, (laughs) tonight, of all places, you set me up on this, Rodney. All right. Two of the four contestants from Farmer wants a a wife. And we interviewed uh, Ty and Brandon. It's so much better than The Bachelor or Bachelorette because there's four guys and it's not like 20 people to one. Yeah, yeah. It's like five or six and, and, they out, and they're out there on the farm. It's, it's real. You know, you don't see that on the other shows. They're like getting after it and, you know, mm. on the combine and stuff. So those guys were, were real guys uh, as well. But um, Steve Largent was awesome. O.J. Anderson, who I know, LaShawn Merritt, the Olympic oh. gold medalist in the 400, and well, he was there. Uh, it's it's uh, to my homeboy, being from El Paso, uh, Aaron Jones mm-hmm. uh, was there because they, they had a bounty um, booth that had a lot of the stars coming through. Uh, uh, today's NFL stars, Gronk was there, Julian Edelman, past stars, but um, right. yeah, it, it's a it's a veritable smorgasbord of uh, talent and celeb and all that. Got a great uh, interview with Sam Macho. He's got a new nice. book out, and uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, isn't that the th- the thing? I mean, as we have you know been you know football fans, football broadcasters doing this kind of stuff 
on terrestrial radio, whatever it's been, to see how the Super Bowl has grown. I mean, I, I always like when we get into the two weeks of the Super Bowl, I always love that first week before because they show all the old Super Bowls. It's like, you know, they show all the Super Bowl highlights and all that good shit. And it's like now we look at what the game has become. And it's like, man, this is an event where, you know, people want it to be a holiday and all these different things. And just everything that goes on that, that those two weeks and that week and a half prior to that, man, it, it is a they, they say it's a circus. But my goodness, the NFL has him some kind of good gig going on right there. They do. And, and I think the testament for them versus maybe other professional leagues is that the world shows up to mm-hmm. cover it. Mm-hmm. I've seen everybody from, you know, folks from Asia, uh, Miss Universe, um, you know, and, and, and past um, Radio Rose. Um, when draft day was out in New York, uh, you had Kevin Costner. Um, you know, I almost ran over Chris Tucker. And, you know, I had my one chance, right, Rod? And yep. I should have, right when I missed him, I should have said, which one of you two hit me? You know, like, <laughs> you never, 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 never run it. You know, I, I, I missed my opportunity, but he yep. was a good guy. You know, we both said, excuse me, you know, home training. And, uh, but, but uh, sat right behind Geraldo Rivera, met Dr. Oz, Sheila E., Buster Rhymes. You know, th- these are the types of folks that, that come out because the game uh, is that big internationally yeah absolutely and then i think the different thing is now foss i mean i I was talking about it you know going into super bowl week i mean i i lived through the you know 49er bronco games and you know the the redskin games and the raiders and you know these blowouts of the the cowboys my team blowing buffalo out you know time after time which i love that but I think the difference now is Steve that that we get into these games and there all there's all this build up and hell now the games are good. Yes. I mean the the game that we saw a couple of weeks ago a few weeks back with Kansas City winning again over the 49ers great yes. football game. You go to overtime and this thing yes. almost exceeded overtime man. You can't get a much better ending than what we saw. No you can't and and believe it or not because you know I was right there at uh Vegas Central I put some money on no overtime. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, one overtime in 57 games, and, and I've created it again. Um, that money was, was, was you know, contributory to the uh, GMP of the city of Henderson and Vegas. But, you know, you're right. Because I can remember back, and there's pockets, as you, as you say, of games. You know, um, hats off to our guy, uh, Steve McMichael. Mm-hmm. going into the Pro Football yeah. Hall of Fame. But when that 85 Bears team in Super Bowl 21, they blew out the Patriots. Yeah. But then you got nail biters like my, and, and my cousin Everson Walls needs to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as well. When he and O.J. Anderson played and they won, you get a missed field goal by Buffalo and they lose another Super Bowl. So you've seen the swings and shifts of blowouts. And then now I think we're getting back to more scoring, but closer mm-hmm. games. Yeah, it really does feel like that. And and we were just talking about this yesterday, Steve, to where it was always when you had conference championship Sunday, it was like, okay, the real Super Bowl is going to be the NFC game. 
or the AFC game or, or whatever you want to call it. But it really seems like right now that you do get the two best teams in there, man. And, and, and I'm glad you mentioned those two names right there because obviously Everson Walls, uh, me as a Cowboy fan, the years there are number 24, you know, coming in as a rookie and, and doing what he did and then and then getting to win that Super Bowl championship, even though it was with that team in blue. Um, and, 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 and then with, with Otis Anderson, I mean, those guys, that's where it's so cool that these guys um, – I don't like guys moving around. It's just the nature of the beast these days. But damn right. it, when those guys get to go win those Super Bowls, man, that is pretty dadgum cool. Well, you know, Tom Brady got an, an additional one with Tampa Bay. And, you know, you can't you can't fault competitors still wanting to to win and, yeah. and be viable in I think one of the most popular leagues uh on the planet. And if you still have skill sets. Um, you know, John Elway won his Super Bowls late Later. in his career. Same thing with Peyton Manning. Um, it's hard to win a championship on any level, probably from high school on uh, forward uh, in, in major programs here in Texas uh, for high school football. I'm sure in California, which they don't do it right. They they got this North and South champ. And, I know. Yeah, they they know. they're working on that. I think they finally may have consolidated that. You know, in in college football, you know, one loss, you know, made a difference. Now, hopefully, with the 12 to 14 teams, it, which again, riddle me this: if you have, we talked about right, the Power Five, right? Right, right. But you only had four slots. Tell me this, if you had five children and on Christmas Day you had four presents, how was that going to work? Right. It would have never worked. So I didn't understand why you had one less slot. If you had five, you should have had six presents, always for the neighbor that may show up or the friend from out of town. You can say, hey, here's here's your present. So I think they finally got it right, but it's still hard to win it. It's still hard to win it. It is. And that's a great analogy, Foss, because it's like, I mean, you look at this and the, and the, the frustrating part to, to that whole scenario there when you talk about college football to me has been, you know, look at D2 and D3, which that's some of the best damn football you're going to find. Um, look at the way they do it. Look at the way that that works. And and you have that playoff that, that runs its course. And then you get the best teams. And it's like there's enough in the pie right there for everybody to get in. And then you just trim it down and, and, and you crown a champion. And so, I'm glad that we're finally heading down that path, yes. so to speak, at this point. Well, what you needed to have were the bowls to coordinate the games. And the bowls didn't want to lose any luster because of money and saying, well, you're the champion of and I have a T-shirt of this, the Pop-Tarts Bowl. It's in Florida. Man, I, I love Pop-Tarts. And so the Pop-Tarts Bowl. But but if the Pop-Tarts Bowl is where you start as one of the games that culminates with the championship, embrace the fact that you're part of that and you're part of the pageantry of college football that crowns a champion. Don't go, well, I just want to be my own separate champion and, and we're just going to be the Pop-Tarts Bowl champ and we're not going to do anything. Right. You know, Come together and organize and work because, as you know now, there's enough money for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there, there's definitely not a shortage of that. I mean, yeah. you look at you look at what what you might want to call the lower tier bowl. 
I don't even want to know what people are paying for the first bowl of the year because it, it's something and, and that reciprocates back to the schools. I mean, I mean, they're making money and now with NIL and, and all of that. I mean, it's fine. if there wasn't money, you couldn't do it. See what I'm saying? There were $2 trillion bet on the Super Bowl. It's crazy. It's that crazy. would wipe out our national debt. Well, in that, Foss, it's like, you know, money, or folks always say money is the root of all evils, which it probably is, but shit, we got to have it. It runs everything. It runs everything. And and that's, it's, it's, um, it's, the, it's the fuel. It's the it, fuel. it really is. It really is. Speaking of money, speaking of bets that Foss talked about right there, got to tell you guys, I talk about them every day right here. Bet US, the best online sports book and casino out there that you're going to find. And you can do it whether it's futures bets, props, NBA, college basketball. Now that we're getting into the bracketology that we were just talking about right there with the men and the women, you can bet on the men and the women. If you want to jump on, on Bet US, you can win an NBA, NHL, NASCAR, Formula One is getting set to go again. So uh, you can check that out as well. Right below us in the YouTube description, um, right there. $50 deposit, you are locked and loaded, ready to go. If you're checking in on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app, you can explore our socials. It takes you to the link there as well, and you are set to go. Remember, the best place to bet on sports is Bet US. Foss, you mentioned it. Let's go down that rabbit hole, man, because you and I, our team, the Dallas Cowboys, here we go. Um, first and foremost, obviously, very disappointing ending to the season where it seemed like things were going in the right direction. But yet, I think I knew what was going to happen. But now we're into the offseason. You got family members all pissed off at each other and, and, and talking crap and back and forth. And, you know, Micah is, is podcasting and, and Dak needs to be paid and all of that. Kind of give me your thoughts on this. You know, Dallas, Dallas was a soap opera back in the days. The Dallas Cowboys has been a soap opera for a very, very long time. Yeah they, yeah, they were, but they were winning. And there's a difference. Even with Danny White, you know, he had to go up against Joe Montana, but he was in the championship games. Three times. We're not, we're not getting to the championship game, right? Hey, no. it, it, it's exasperating because the only thing that, to me, keeps the Dallas Cowboys out of the A, the, 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 the NFC championship in a Super Bowl is here. They're living on they're living on the triplets and what they did. And with Zeke and CD and, and Dak, yeah, you were triplets, but you weren't the triplets. Right. And 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 <laughs> You just can't, no one's going to let you walk in because you wear the star on your helmet and give you an opportunity to get the Vincent T. Lombardi trophy. You've got to earn, it's the Smith Barney thing about it. Yeah. It, it. It's like I tell my son, yes, your parents have done well, but I'm not going to just hand it to you. you You've got to earn it. That's right. And, and they've got to get an earn it mentality. Don't worry about the money. Worry about being a champion. Champions always get paid. 
That's right. And, and it's one of the things that I said for, for so long here with, with Texas football is that, you know, going into to this year, when, it, when I would get on the radio at the other place and it's like, you know, we're, we're sitting here, we're talking about Earl. We're talking about Vince Young. We're talking about Colt McCoy. Yeah, that's great, man. Give me some damn new memories. G- give me some new shit to be happy about. And, and I think that's the same thing that we're seeing here with the Cowboys is to where, Foss, I've said it so many times to where with, with the Jones family, great people. I, I mean, they, they, they do such great things for, for that community up there. I mean, with Jerry, Steve, and Charlotte, I mean, all of them. I mean, they do a lot of really good things. But Foss, I sit back a lot of times and I'm like, so are they just concerned about selling stadium tours, selling gear, doing all this? They continue to let shit spiral out of control. We have all of this in 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 family fighting. It's like, man, when when your family's out of control, keep that within the family, man. Everything's a story. Foss, they got knocked out in round one, and we're sitting here trying to figure out who's going to be the best quarterback and what running back is going, whatever. And still, it's Jerry Jones, Micah Parsons. All of that is still the conversation in NFL circles. Well, that's why my favorite AFC team is the Raiders, for a few reasons. Uh, Cliff Branch, uh, rest in peace, now a Hall of Famer. Helped. Yes, he taught me how to catch a football in El Paso, Texas, when I was a little awesome, fat dude. kid at eight years old. Awesome. <laughs> I, I was husky. They, they, they didn't say fat. They were husky. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But Al Davis, he wasn't worried about building palaces. Oakland Alameda County Coliseum was a dump. Piece of shit. Yeah. But just win, baby. Just win. He didn't care how he did it. Just win. And everything came from that because they were winning. Kenny Stabler, John Madden. Look, rest in peace, John Madden. But his game is still going to be in perpetuity. We're always going to play Madden because he is the quintessential win. The quintessential win. Mm -hmm. You got to win. The money, like I said, if we can bet, we as average Joes can bet $2 trillion. The money is there. Get me a trophy. There's only one of those. You got to focus on the most difficult thing and get it done first. People will pay for everything else. Yeah, that that that's my thought. It, it's like you know, people pay a lot right now, but imagine if the I mean, get to the NFC Championship. South yes. in New York City, checking in right there. Danny White, the second best quarterback in, in Dallas Cowboys history. We we can kind of debate that one back and forth, but right. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole thing is is you look at you look at the two guys and 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 Foss I talk about this all the time to where it's like the last two franchise quarterbacks if you want to call them that is you know have been Tony Romo and now Dak Prescott and it's like you know you look and oh the Cowboys what a, a, amazing that they found these guys bullshit yeah they found them but they fell into that role it's not something where they developed them. You had guys getting hurt. <laughs> you know, Drew Bledsoe yeah. got hurt. Tony Romo got hurt. And that's how these guys became the franchise. And and it's, you know, it, it's just ongoing all the time. But we still keep coming back for more, Steve. Uh, I it, It's our team, man. It's our team. We it, don't quit it, on them. No, we don't quit on them. And I think if Dak can figure out how to get past 
how to get past. There's something there that's not getting him past. Look, Nick Foles got past. We know Tom Brady gets past. Look, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts got past. You see, even Brock Purdy. I love that. And here's the reason why it doesn't matter where he gets drafted, Tom Brady, Brock Purdy. It's what they have in they believe. Yep. They believe they can beat anybody with the guys they have anytime, anywhere. Set everything else aside. Forget my contract. I'm playing to beat you every chance I get. My, my agent takes care of my money. My banker takes care of my money. My CPA takes care of my money. What Steve Foster is known for is winning, beating you, beating you anywhere, all the time, and well. That's what Dallas needs to focus. Don't forget about being America's team at this point. Win in America, and you'll be America's team. No doubt about it. And, and I mean, that's a thing. Or you know? Mexico or over in London. But win. Winning cures all kinds of ills. It, it fixes everything. I mean, just look everything. at the Look at the Chiefs. I mean, look at the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, I see so many people now, Foss, they run around and it's like, oh, I've been a lifelong Chiefs fan. I'm like, tell me, how long? How long? Well, you know, about seven years. I'm like, well, yeah, when they fucking started winning <laughs> is when you became a Cowboys fan or a Chiefs fan. But, right. I mean, it really does. It, it, it fixes everything. So, Patriots so fans talking. were Patriots fans because they won. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I mean, I mean, that, Massachusetts that, can fit in 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 the confines of Houston's square footage. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But, but that small place won so much. Mm-hmm. You develop fans, man. And I know I always compare when it comes to New England with what what Belichick and and Bob Kraft did there, and Tom Brady, what they did there. And I know you're very familiar with that San Antonio market. I mean, you take a look at what what Greg Popovich and 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 Peter Holt and and that yes. group did with the Spurs. I mean, look, look what they did. I mean, I mean the, the chemistry, the the community, the everything was there to me. And I'm a Spurs fan. Yes, me too. To me, what the San Antonio Spurs did is, I mean, unbelievable. That, that's did. the kind that market, of owner. That that's the kind of owner you would hope that right. the Dallas Cowboys That's right. would 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 share. because you never heard Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili ever squabble about money. They got it. They were given it because every year we knew it was conference finals or better. And you got to pay for that. You yeah. can't discount it. Yeah, and it was never a thing like you just said right there, Foss. They, they they handle this in the back room. They went over there. They had that discussion, whether it's the agents, the player, whoever. They they went and they handled that, and the deal was RC took care of all that. How was his RC, job? That's right. That's right. It, it was all done, and they encapsulated, and they took that community. Uh, I mean, San Antonio, I, I mean, even right now with Wimby coming in, I mean, I think it's a whole— Love Wimby. Wimby. Love Wimby. Love and, Wimby. And now, Rob, now love going, Wimby. Now, now we're going down the Spurs thing right here, but it's like 
You go back and, and you look at what they did with the big three. I mean, go back and look at the role players that they would just pop in there, you know? And it was like, boom, here's so-and-so. And, and they'd make these championship runs. Uh, before I kind of dive into more uh, NFL, I, yes. I, I'd love your thoughts. Uh, with Wimby in place, kind of playing with some other dudes and, and Pop there. How long is Pop going to hang around? I, I think Pop wants to build this thing and, and he wants to, to take another run at this. Well, remember, Larry Brown, uh, Lenny Wilkins, all those great NBA coaches coach way into their 70s. And right. he, listen, there's no stress on Greg Popovich. It's hot, it, very unfortunate he lost his love and, and, and his wife. But what else is he going to do? That's it. He's basketball. <laughs> so he's, he, Wimby is a mixture of Tony Parker, France, <laughs> mm -hmm. Tim Duncan, fundamentals. And he's going to grow into the strength of, you know, not actually David, David Robinson's yoked. <laughs> well, yeah. If y'all are watching a little bit more than Bucky with the Bucky. Uh, Tarzan <laughs> call. But, 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 but Wimby is unbelievable. And you get some pieces around him. He's only 19. He doesn't have my strength. Yeah. But he's got seven three, and he can shoot, and he can rebound, he can dunk, he can block shots. He can block. Yep. If I'm if I'm Popovich, this is the mad scientist extraordinaire. He gets to work with this kid. He's never nobody's seen a guy like this better than Ralph Sampson, who was seven four. Yeah, probably got more inside game than Nervisky at seven seven one. Oh my God, better than Porzingis outside and inside plays better yeah. defense look at all those guys and he, 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 i won't fool with jabbar or, or chamberlain or, or Shaq. right wimby wimby you're gonna have to earn that one For sure. but For sure. but but he's on his way and if he's got obi-wan teaching him Yep. I don't give popovich yoda because because yoda's got to be like you know wooden or something like that but yeah 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 but Obi-Wan ain't bad to be teaching a young Jedi like Wimby. Exactly, Foss. And that's the whole thing. You know, I see a lot of people where it's like, wow, you know, the game has passed pop by or whatever. No. no you know what? You know what? He, he, he lost. He lost three legends. What, what, more than three. I mean, that have moved on. They're doing other things. And a lot of the knock. I mean, I, I, I definitely I don't go political here on on any of this shit. But a lot of the knock on 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 pop is because of the shit that he says, and and that's the thing about it. You know what? That man was in the military. He can say whatever whatever the hell he wants to say, and that's the kind of dude that you want leading. And, and I do, I really do, Foss. I, I think about him right now that he does. He goes and he locks himself up, you know, in some little bitty room, and he's just sitting there with all these different lights going on, and he's figuring out they're gonna suck again this year. They're gonna have a great draft pick coming up and then boom you just start putting those pieces together pop some veterans in there and boom here we go before long they're back at the top of the west again listen to this let me give you a comparison Wimby is what 19 yeah something yeah yeah Brock Cunningham's 25 <laughs> yeah yep. when Wimby's 25 he will be eons past Brock Cunningham. Yep. Eons past Brock Cunningham, who's playing for the University of Texas and getting a flagrant two 
trying to run down a ball in Lubbock, dodging the sandy bottles in tortillas. Yeah. This guy has got 20, goes for 30, goes for 40, 10 blocks, freaking 20 rebounds. Are you kidding? At 19, bro? Yep. 19. You think Popovich is walking away from that? <laughs> he, he sees, he gets David Robinson, Timmy Duncan, and now Victor. Victor. You know, remember remember Eddie Murphy? Hello, Victor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Victor Maitland, baby. Victor Maitland, baby. Yeah, that's right. He's that's going right. nowhere. That's right. He yeah. has he sees more, nope, not potential, more possibility of a better basketball player in Victor Wimbanyana than anybody else he may have coached in his life. And just think, Foss, this dude's gonna bulk up. I mean, hell, he's already. What's he got? Two triple doubles already. Uh, I mean, yeah, five for five the other night. He's nineteen. He can't even drink. <laughs> I know. Yeah. When, Brock Cunningham is twenty-five. Yeah, and he's over there coming off the bench, running people into the scorers' table. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the future is so bright for San Antonio. And, and, and the whole thing about it, th this is where we go back to talking about Dallas with the Cowboys, where it's like, you know, selling tickets and all this other shit. San Antonio is ready. They know. I mean, those Spurs fans, I mean, I sit there and I look, you know, I, I check out every Spurs game that I can. Right. And that dadgum Frost Center, I still, I'm still having trouble getting used to saying that. That, that yeah. Frost Center is good to go. And, man, now they're talking about building another arena. Uh, I think the future's pretty damn bright there for the San Antonio Spurs. And, they, and they've done it the right way. And, and this is where I go back to Dallas. This is the correlation to where with the Patriots and with the Cowboys and all of this. From the from the top down, that's how you build an organization. And that's why San Antonio has done what they're going to do. And that's why I know that they will be champions again. When it comes to Dallas, I'm like, shit, man, I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe. Look. Look at how well the team is makes the HEB ice cream commercials. You got all four of them in there. They're enjoying it. They're becoming buddies. Wimby's only 19. Look yeah. what Tony Parker did. And Wimby's a bigger prospect than Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. When I, when I see the HEB commercials, I mean, that, that takes me back. I've got a closet full over here in my studio of, of, of San Antonio Express newspapers when they were winning championships. Yeah. But when I see those commercials with those dudes, I'm like, here we go again. Here we go again. We're doing it all over again. And it's so systematic from the top down that they are going to be champions again. And that, that makes me optimistic. So, so, Rod, why don't we feel that with our Cowboys? <laughs> you know, I, I think... You know, everybody wants to blame Jerry Jones, and and it was just it was just a couple of days ago, I think that that I saw that it was the anniversary of when Jerry Jones bought the Dallas Cowboys, um, you know, for thirty five million dollars, and 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 the the coolest story that I've told this on here before, Foss is a, I I do one of those stadium tours at Texas Stadium, you know, way back when, and the guys telling me. Yeah, Jerry Jones in 19, whatever year it was, 89, whatever it was, bought the Dallas Cowboys for $35 million, which is ironically what the Dallas Cowboys paid to get the services of Deion Sanders in 1994. It's like, I got it, I tell you. It, um, that stability right there, there's a lot of distraction 
Foss, it seems like with the Cowboys. It's always it's always the stuff from the outside looking in and these guys. I mean, I, I understand everybody has a podcast and that that it, it just is what it is. But I mean, I want to ask you as a Cowboy fan, as a Cowboy insider, I consider you a Cowboy insider because you are. What are the needs that you need to take care of? I know the running back thing is coming up. There's a lot of running backs out there. To me, you got to figure out how to stop the run on the defense. You got the stuff on the edge. But I mean, main concerns for you as we now head to the combine for Dallas to, to shore up and try to get past shit. Try to get to the NFC championship, which I guess is the plateau at this point. <laughs> I don't I, I don't I don't think but Rod, I don't think it's the players. I think it's the players' mindset. Ron, how does Jordan Love walk in and beat Dak Prescott? That's not a personnel problem. Agree. Right. That's a something here doesn't shift when you go from regular season to second season. Yeah. Okay. And and I saw we we saw the deal with Danny White. Okay. Let me give you my top five Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks. Right Roger. Aikman, Meredith, Danny White, um, and, and we'll leave it at that. I won't give you the fifth guy, okay? Those four quarterbacks would never lose to Jordan Love. That's right. Those four quarterbacks would never lose to Jordan Love in the first round of a playoff. No way, no how. No way, no how. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it wasn't because of the personnel. It was because of the mindset of we will take them out. There's no rookie, hello, new style to the playoffs quarterback going to ever beat those four quarterbacks ever in life in a football game. Yeah. And, and, and I hear about they don't play defense, but we all know defense wins championships. But for the Dallas Cowboys, the quarterback means something. Absolutely. Because I can go back to Ray Lewis's 2000 Ravens, where he was the big boss on the block. It was not. And I, and I saw him, Trent Dilfer, at the Super Bowl. But Dilfer was the number six overall pick in 94. He talked about that year. Yeah. He's still decent. He had to come in because... Baltimore had problems with their starting quarterback, who I, I forget who, who who he replaced. Yeah. yeah. But when Dallas, you it, it's a it's a it's a team driven by the quarterback, hugely supported by its defense. Yeah. Defense wins the championships, but in Dallas, you have to be the man at quarterback. You can't just manage you can't just facilitate you gotta be the man and in the playoffs those four quarterbacks were the man i haven't seen that the man attitude with that just yet i haven't yeah, yeah. The, those guys were never phased and that's the whole thing you can go back and you can look I mean, because I, I've watched them over and over, Foss, where you watch you watch the Romo games and, and you watch the the Dak games, and they get in those big game scenarios into that into that third season, 
that we want to call it. You get into that third season and they look shell-shocked in the moment and they're not prepared. And and here's the whole thing. I know that we're dealing with guys that are paid millions of freaking dollars, but damn it, you still got to coach these guys up. And that, that all comes back to coaching staff. That all comes back to mental preparation. And that is really where this team is lacking. I mean, you roll through the regular season. I mean, you're doing all these crazy things. And then you get, like you said, I think to, to me, Steve, that, that, is, that is what hurt worst. It's a, a lot of people were like, well, you got beat by Green Bay again. No, what pisses me off is that I got beat by that Green Bay team. Exactly. That wasn't Bart Starr. That wasn't Brett Favre. <laughs> that wasn't even Lynn Dickey. Wasn't even Lynn Dickey. Yeah, yeah. Or Dan Mikowski for crying out loud. The Magic Man. The Magic Man. Yeah. None of those guys. This was dude. This was dude. Jordan Love is going to be good, but he's he's just dude. He ain't a dude. He's just dude. The beginning of the year, it's like, is this guy even going to be able to sustain as a starting quarterback? Yeah, Green Bay went on a roll. They did whatever. But God bless. And then Foss, it's like, Dallas is amazing at home. And those dudes came in and whipped your ass. You look at the final score, and it's like, that is not indicative of, well, it looked like a close game. Well, yeah, uh, I guess. (laughs) Jeez, that's frustrating. That should never happen. Jimmy Johnson and Tom Landry would have never let that happen. No, no. absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. No, no. I know That's people right. who played on those teams. Mm. No, sir. No, how? No, no. way. Not no. at home. At Texas Stadium? No, sir. No. no, no, sir. No. The problems are internal. The problems yes. are internal. And are- internal here as well. That's it. that's it. And that's so much of this game, Foss, is right there. You, you can have the physical attributes of everything. And they do. Balance. And they do. They do. They do. But damn it, those head games, man. They um, Foreigner, so, baby. Foreigner, that, great song. We need some head games. I'd play it right now if, I, if they wouldn't shut our shit down. Um, friends, the only way to watch sports, and uh, as I was talking about there with BetUS, we're getting here to tournament time. Uh, the NBA off and rolling. Uh, NASCAR, of course, that, that's, my, that's my gig right there. I love... Uh, watching NASCAR up on the, on the screen right there and having those great uh, sound systems. Uh, only one place to go since 1998. It is audiovisual consultations. Our man Tom McKay, stop spending your time and money around the city. Stop going places on game day. We do want you to support local. We do want you to support local businesses, but when it comes to game day and you want to be hanging out uh, doing your thing, do it at your home. Make your home the place to be, whether it's a man cave, a she shed, whatever it's going to be. Get that custom TV hookup and sound system from AV Consultations. Like I said, from since 1988, the only way, serving thousands and thousands of Central Texans, whether it's a, a home theater system, uh, whatever it is, AV Consultations is going to hook you up. Give them a call, 255-8678 or avconsultations.com. Of course, Tom McKay, one of our great contributors, one of our benchmark partners right here with Texas Sports Unfiltered and another benchmark partner that we talk about on Texas Sports Unfiltered all the time. What a beautiful dealership out in the Texas Hill Country, out in Bee Caves. How about a word from our friends at Covert Bee Caves? And guys, please be nice to Hayden. Hi, I'm Dan Covert with my wife, Hayden. Welcome to Covert BK. 
Our newest location in the gorgeous Hill Country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from. We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly. Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Culver, born and raised in Austin. Generations of Central Texans since 1909, it is the Covert family. Steve Foster in with me at Foss underscore sports as uh, Adam Wagner taking care of some personal business here for the next couple of days. Foss, a great discussion right there about the Cowboys, Longhorns. I want your thoughts. This whole quarterback thing, I, I'm waiting to figure out now that um, the combine starts today. We get to see four Longhorns in, in the combine today uh, running out there in their panties. Um, or, or doing whatever they're choosing to do. <laughs> I, I want your th- this quarterback thing. I, I mean, with Caleb Williams, with Drake May, and and, and Jalen Daniels, and and um, your thoughts on this quarterback class and how this is going to shake out. And I, I think primarily what I want to know from you: what the hell do the Chicago Bears do? I think they should keep Justin Fields, but I don't know if they're going to do. Okay, we have. Let's let's go to something we know. <clears throat> which is last year. Mm-hmm. Um, did we think C.J. Stroud would be who he was with the Houston Texans? I don't think you did. You know, Anthony Richardson was there. You, you just had, you know, um, no thought, even though he was grouped in that top deal and Will Levis and all this. You, you don't know till you know. Um, is it the team? Well, uh the Texans weren't the team that you would have thought they would have been. They were better than Dallas when you look at how long they played in the season with a rookie quarterback. Again, but here he had it. So we look at Caleb, you know, maybe Spencer Radler. You, you look at all these Drake May. It's going to be who teaches them, right? Because you see kids at the HEB and they're running around. And you see some kids like mine that don't run around. Well, because they get taught and coached up, we don't run around in public places. So the skills, you know, I think that could be debatable, but what they seek as a first-round quarterback pick and what they can accomplish and how they can get acclimated to their staffs are going to make the difference because someone's going to have to believe in their abilities. And I think you saw in the Texans believe in the abilities of C.J. Stroud, and they got great response. Um, this year, I think that's probably the best you can say. Depending on where they land and who believes in them and how they get coached up will be the difference from all of that. But maybe if you're a quarterback, be the 199th pick. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, and, and sit behind someone for a couple years and then become the goat, you know? Foss, I say that all the time. It's like these guys that may be in the middle of the draft, that may be that maybe a third a third day, you know, pick or whatever. We just talked about Dak Prescott and Tony Romo. I mean, where you get, I mean, Jordan Love. I mean, Green Bay has done this exceptionally well to where they bring people in, and they, it, I, I see it so many times. Where, and again, I am not totally sold on Caleb Williams. I talk about it every day here on Chaos Theory, and and people kind of get up my ass a little bit because it's like. 
like, well, have you seen him do this, that, and the other? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen him do that in that system. But this is, but this is where it's a little different because possibly if he ends up in Chicago, that team seems to be kind of primed up and ready to go. It kind of seems to be going in the right direction. I've heard we've had conversations on here to where maybe Atlanta would make a move and and try to try to take him and put him in a spot. I think Atlanta takes if they made a trade for Fields or got Caleb Williams, they're, they're going to be in the right place. But man, the the whole the whole synopsis of what we are talking about today is you have nailed it so perfectly. Man, that headspace has got to be right, and you got to be coached up because you can have the most natural ability in the world and the most talent, but if you don't have somebody pushing you down that path, man, you are not going to get to that end goal, in my opinion. Exactly. It doesn't matter what profession it is at all. You know, um, we saw glimpses of greatness with Josh Hamilton with the Rangers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the headspace of Altuve is the one I take. The guy that got sent home after his first tryout. And then he got sent back in the Astros went, oh, okay. Um, upon review, further review, um, we'll keep this little short guy. <laughs> so, again, it's not <laughs> sports just doesn't mean the biggest, fastest, strongest guy is the best football player. He's not. Doesn't mean that they go to the best colleges and universities. One of the best running backs of all time went to Jackson State, Walter Payton. The receivers went to Mississippi Valley State and Jerry Rice. I still don't know where Mississippi Valley State is. Probably will never visit the university or campus. But know what they have in Jerry Rice. You see, so big time College doesn't translate to big time professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I like I like Justin Fields. You know, yeah, I, I do too. And I think the best place for him is there, where he's at. I mean, but the whole thing is, I mean, then you you throw the rookie contract thing in. He's going to cost him a little bit more money. He's got some leverage. I, I can totally appreciate that, 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 you know, Rob Poles wants to do what's best. Ryan Poles wants to do what's yeah. best for him. But, man, th- this is going to set off a domino effect of craziness once whatever happens, happens with that guy. Well, they've got two first-round picks, mm-hmm. so they can get well, mm-hmm. depending on which way they want to go. Fluce is a good coach. Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe you, you change the scenery, go back home to Atlanta, play inside. Get some love. Uh, you got Bijan. You you got some folks. Kyle Pitts. You got you got a you tight got end. Some, you got yeah. some. You got yeah. some folks. Yeah. I mean, look, Favre left Atlanta and went and became great. Dion left Atlanta, went to San Fran and Dallas and became great. So maybe it works in a two way street. Somebody goes to Atlanta and becomes great in the twenty first century. Uh, and I'd love to see that because that, I mean, Atlanta is one of the, I mean, that's a great sports city. I mean, they, I mean, NASCAR was just there this weekend and I was in tone with everything. They Daniel Suarez he got that win. My man, right there uh, by three one thousandths of a second. Yeah, choo, 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 yeah. Dude, that, that, that was way close. Speaking of, I love all sports. Love all sports. Oh, dude, I, I love that. Now that you mentioned that, it's like, holy smoke, we'll go down a whole nother uh, road right here. Uh, by the way, coming up, guys, 
It's only an hour. Uh, today it's going to be uh, Jordan Scruggs and Eric Henry. So they'll be on from 11 to 12. Uh, you mentioned right there, uh, Foss, you mentioned Jose Altuve. And I saw something, a friend of mine, uh, we all know her, we love her, Julia Morales, posted something on social media. Uh, it was a picture of Jose Altuve in one of those uh, dugouts over at spring training. Dude's all covered in sweat. Uh, looks like he's been out, you know, busting rocks or been out digging ditches or whatever. And his comment to her was, hey, look, I'm just sitting here trying to make this team. That's the mindset that you need, right, my man? That that is the mindset that you fucking need. I'm sorry, I drop f bombs on here. <laughs> that, that's all I want in a teammate. Don't worry about the money. You're living your best life better than 99 of the world. Don't worry right. about the cash, bro. Manage your money, your millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions. I don't care about that. Did you win a championship? Did you win a championship? When I had a high school, except for one year, we were eight and one, and we got ripped off. Still mad about that my sophomore year. <laughs> but every other year, we were district champs or better. Champion, yeah. baby. Champ. We are the champions. That's what Queen took to number one. Not That's we right. are the playoff team. Not we are the mm, going to be there at the we end of the regular close. season. Yeah. Yeah. We got close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of high school, uh, I would love your thoughts right here in Central Texas, uh, kind of the Austin area and even into San Antonio as, as we start moving in. Of course, realignment just came out. Uh, I know the guys will talk uh, recruiting and, and so forth coming up after us. But uh, your thoughts going in uh, kind of the Austin area. You've got um, – I'm really looking forward with uh, 26-6A. Uh, Dripping Springs now becoming a player right there as, as with Lake Oh, Zimmerman doing it, baby. They, they've shaken it up haven't they that's kind of nice to see yeah yeah the, it's one of the i think most potent districts on 6a level in mm -hmm. the state uh lake travis westlake tripping my guys austin Bowie right. and, and the like johnson hayes yeah the, the the players players going places doing big things in the state of texas and beyond yeah. And then uh, up here my way, uh, you know, with uh, Round Rock ISD, I mean, now, now you get uh, you get Hutto back into the mix. You got Maynard kind of floating around right there. I mean, Round Rock ISD. I think this district, I mean, Vandy's done what they've done, but yeah. uh, they just kind of reload there with Coach Sanders. But uh, 25-6A, man, I think it's going to be a lot of fun with some of the outliers coming in there as well. We, we don't do enough to highlight those two districts. Mm -hmm. I said it when... Uh, Drew Brees became the all-time NFL passer. We should have. He should have been on a, a building billboard when yeah. Blake Baker won the Heisman. When Nick Foles won the Super Bowl and MVP. When Garrett Wilson was the offensive uh, NFL Rookie of the Year. Put them up like Witness and MJ. Give them some love on a on a Frost Bank building or mm -hmm. something. Let the other student athletes aspire to be like them. Deuce Vaughn doesn't need to just say, well, I think I can be like that. No, you see downtown? Yeah, you went to Cedar Ridge, they went to Lake Travis, they went to Westlake, they went to, you can be just like that. Honor those folks because they're putting in work like Altuve and they're getting the trophies right. at the end of the day. Isn't that the great thing to me, Foss, is that for the longest time with, with high school football, and you and I both covered it for a long damn time, is it was always DFW, Houston, whatever. And it still is. I mean, it still is when it comes to some of the 6A stuff. But damn it, Central Texas right now, man, we are right there knocking on that door. Liberty we are Hill, Wimberley, 
Cedar Park. There's a bunch of programs and they're sending people to prominent places, Hutto. They're all doing it. We got to get the, we got to raise the profile. That's it. That's it. We have some damn good football players coming up around here. Uh, but let's welcome in the guys. It's only an hour. Eric Henry and Jordan Scruggs. Gentlemen, we're kind of talking your language right there, Jordan. You got me all fired up with high school football yesterday, so I just haven't stopped. So, uh, And, of course, having Foss here uh, kind of only adds to that. Yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm actually driving home to Austin today. It'll be my first time back since moving up to Dallas at the end of January. So excited to see some of the local area kids. Um, I'm doing a seven-on-seven tournament this weekend in San Antonio, so it'll mostly be Central Texas area kids. And then after that, shooting back to Dallas Sunday night. Hey, man. It's only gas money, brother. It's only <laughs> gas money. <laughs> yeah. Boss. Yeah. Thank you so much for jumping on here, man. Absolutely. This has been great on Chaos Theory. Uh, I'll reach back out to you. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me know if you're available tomorrow yeah. <laughs> along those lines. Right. But uh, we will do it again. Uh, we are 10 to 11, Chaos Theory. We're turning it over to the men. It's only an hour. Eric, Jordan, you boys have a great show.